0: Hello Father's House family and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Michael Collier and it is a joy for me to continue our devotional series in the book of 1 Corinthians. We're in our last few days and we're in chapter 15 this morning. But just a bit of a context again, Paul is writing to the church at Corinth in response to issues that have been raised in the church and reported to Paul. The Corinthians, Corinthian church is got a special place in Paul's heart as he established the church over 18 months. You can read about that in Acts chapter 18. And Paul's letter is addressing the issues that have been reported to him and which are still common to us today. And he does so by calling the church, and so to us today, to view every area of our lives through the lens of the gospel. So yesterday, Lloyd spoke about the significance of, and importance of the resurrection to our faith, as Paul writes in chapter 15. And so today we're still in chapter 15 and we'll be unpacking some of the impact of what it means that Christ has been resurrected for us today. Have you noticed that as humanity, as human beings, we all have certain traits, dispositions that are common to us all? There are certain inescapable characteristics of what it means to be human regardless of our age our gender our race or our, our background some of those are physical we all start as babies and have to be and have to grow up Some of them are uh, physical, some mental, some emotional. Some are positive, some are negative. Some are character traits. So some positive character traits are that we have the capacity to love and to reason and to create. And some negative ones are that we have the capacity to be selfish and greedy. One of the characteristics common to all of us by virtue of being human is what Paul describes as the consequence of Adam. Adam, of course, being the first human, but also a representative of all humanity, for Adam in Hebrew means humanity. So it applies to us all. And that consequence that Paul writes about is that we have all sinned, which is simply to have turned away from trusting in God, from trusting in his wisdom and trusting in him as the source of life and blessing. And so scripture says, whatever is not faith is sin. So it's simply not trusting God. And in turning away from the source and giver of life, that's our Adam-like tendency. We have brought death upon ourselves, which is the consequence of sin, the turning away from the giver of life. But Paul writes here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, that though death entered through one man, and that our old humanity, Adam, so too in Christ, through his resurrection, overcoming death, He brings about a new humanity made alive eternally with Christ. Paul writes separately in Romans 6.23 that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The gift of life in Christ is greater than the trespass of Adam that leads to death. So our new humanity is greater than our old humanity, our Christ-like humanity humanity and nature is greater than our Adam-like humanity and nature. Paul puts it this way in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 21 to 22. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. What a beautiful promise that Christ is greater than Adam. He is the new Adam. So, three consequences of the resurrection versus consequences of Adam's sin. Firstly, is that the gift is greater than the trespass. Paul writes in Romans 5.15, but the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many. Paul is saying that the gift of life in Christ Jesus through his death, burial, and resurrection is so much greater than the trespass or the consequence of the trespass of Adam's sin. Life is greater than death. Salvation is greater than sin. The gift is greater than the trespass. And so our confidence is that our sins have been forgiven because Christ's sacrifice is and his resurrection is greater than any trespass. Secondly, the giver is greater than the transgressor. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, so this same passage in verse 24 to 25, then the end will come, and when he, Jesus, hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power, For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. What this is saying is the giver of life is greater than our transgressions and greater than the one who leads us towards our transgressions. He's saying that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord because the giver of life, is greater than any transgressor that we, and any transgression that us as transgressors have committed. So, firstly, the gift is greater than the trespass. The giver is greater than the tra- transgressor. And finally, the gain is greater than the tragedy. Paul writes, to live is Christ, to die is gain. It gains an eternity with him, but to live is to live in Christ-likeness now. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Paul is saying that we have eternity with Christ. So to die is gain, but to live is Christ. The new creation, Christ's likeness, has come now. The gain of eternal life in Christ is greater than the tragedy of death with no hope. We are made new for eternity, but we are made new now. So eternal life starts now. So today, may we put our trust in Jesus and allow him to create in us a new humanity, putting aside our old Adam-like humanity and putting on a new Christ-like humanity. Christ has given us new life in him, both now and forevermore through his death, burial and resurrection. The gift of life in the giver of life is greater than any trespass or transgression. Christ has replaced the tragedy of death with the gain and gift of eternal life beginning now. So I pray that this encourages you today as you head on on, out in your day. Let's close in a word of prayer. Father, we are so grateful that through your son, Jesus Christ, you have conquered sin and death. Death has been swallowed up in victory and through Christ's resurrection, we have a new humanity, a new character of Christ-likeness. So Holy Spirit, we invite you to help us put to death the old man, the Adam-like character and take on our new man, the Christ-like character, so that we would live for you, to represent you and to bring glory to your name so that others would be drawn to you and to an eternity with you that we may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we thank you for this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.